Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Did it to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, May 8th. Been a week since we've seen you guys. Good to see everyone back here. I know it wasn't the uh you know it wasn't the best weekend. Um for you know, vol baseball, which is obviously gonna be the main topic today. But um there was hey, we got like a I mean, I don't, I don't know, it's not a consolation prize, but I guess for the weekend it is getting the uh secure in the east. So yeah, man. You know, not all bad. And you you set yourself up to, um. You know, this series isn't going to make or break you anyway. So, um. It's it's it stinks obviously to have this happen, but baseball's the long season. Um, this stuff just happens. I need yeah. another one. Who is need- that? That's that's Tony V, the SEC East champs. I, okay, I figured it was Tony, but the the hair's a little white, the beard's a little white, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, about. it doesn't look exactly like him, but uh, <laughs> you, you get it. Yeah, I did. I didn't know you had that bobblehead. I, that's I love that. Yeah, I would like. I would like one. Well, um, we need we need another one back to back. Agree, uh, definitely. And and so that's you know that's good to to have that happen. And sorry to sound so down, but I mean obviously you never want to lose. Um, it's not fun to do. And it, and it it just sucks because it felt like super uncharacteristic of Tennessee. Not that Kentucky didn't play good. I mean, I've got several people texting me, how has Kentucky been as bad as they are? They look plenty good. So it's not that they were just completely bad, but but it was uncharacteristic of Tennessee, some of the mistakes. What was it, 37, 31 at-bats without a hit on, for, on Thursday night? Yeah, I mean, you didn't get a – you had 10 hits in the first 22 innings and then you had one extra base or you didn't have an extra base hit until I think the fourth inning on Sunday. Is that right? Yeah. That may be right. I mean, that sounds right. And the, the first 13 innings, I, I, I guess you didn't have a single extra base. Right. Hit. And I'd like to preface this before people tell us to like calm down. Um, you know, it's it's one series. It's baseball. Like, I, like we understand that. It's still like, I mean, you don't want to lose, especially when you drop the series. Like that, that's still not ideal. Yeah, it's okay. You put yourself in a great position that it doesn't matter. You still have an incredible. It's an incredibly likely that you win the SEC outright. Right. Yeah, and so you still got a four game lead on Arkansas. So you got six games left in the SEC. Hey, you go sweep this weekend, you 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 get it. Yeah. Yeah. That should be easy, exactly. right? I mean, Van, Vanderbilt beat Georgia this this weekend, so 
you know, I know we never want to give Vanderbilt credit, but uh, they did kind of secure our um, our East Championship, right? Division Championship today with a win. So, yeah, and, and Andy, exactly. And that's, I mean, and that's the thing too is looking at Georgia where you go. All right, that's that. You should be another series. Tennessee wins. Like this Kentucky series won't define what this team does. And I mean, yeah, this this hitting woes whatever happened this weekend you know not ideal this time of the season but this team especially i mean look at what they did on saturday like gives you every bit of you know gives you belief that they bounce back They're, they haven't given us any reason to think this slump sticks around and you know through postseason for, or even through the next series right i i mean there there's some stuff that i'm just like man like that can't happen right stuff like but it just seemed like you said kind of uncharacteristic it seems like everything just went wrong. I mean, Tony Vitello talked about, I think after Thursday, like they had an issue with the bus. Um, <laughs> you know, every time we play Kentucky in a sport, it's, it's freezing it's cold, raining, you know, it's just miserable weather. So I'm I, hate sure. the, I hate that you didn't appreciate my tweet. I thought you would maybe send a reply with a picture of us like bundled up. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I wanted to, but I, I feel like all the ones that we had us uh, hammered in the stands. So, Oh no, we got we got a couple good pictures. Don't put that Do on it? us. Okay. Yeah. For sure. The ones sure. I have, I have the one at the Kentucky Sports Bar where we have like 85 buckets on our table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, one, that one's not ideal. Yeah. Not, not ideal at all. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it just felt like nothing went Tennessee's way this weekend. Um it, it seemed like every t- like we couldn't hit one out out of the park until Cortland Lawson did it. And he's, you know, no offense to him, but he's not one of Tennessee's better hitters. Right. You would, that's not the person you would expect it from mm-hmm. out and of, you know, for the, to be the first person to do it. And, and that late in the series, a Sunday game. I mean, we're averaging like 2.4 going into the series per game. Mm-hmm. And you don't get a single one until Saturday, which is the third game of the series. It just, again, un- uncharacteristic. You know, there, there is one thing that I think Tennessee has to clean up or, or find a way to minimize the damage. Dude, you can't give up 10 stolen bases. You yeah, can't give I, up a single and that guy's automatically going to be on third if he's any kind of athletic at all. Right. And and that's what, that's what sucked about the teams haven't taken advantage of that like they probably should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it's it's a free like you've got a guy score in scoring position almost immediately if he just gets on base. Yeah. And, and but I don't think I mean, you know, I think a lot of people want to point fingers at Evan Russell. I feel like he throws a lot of good balls to second. He's just getting it so late at times. Yeah, I mean I think, the pitchers don't help him out. I, I just feel I think like it's a mixed it's, bag. Yeah, for sure. Um and I don't I don't really know what you do about it because right. it, it doesn't seem like you know, Evan Russell's got to play. Like, he's one of your better right. players. He's a leader on this team. He's got to play. Um, but I don't think they trust in – obviously, the, the trust isn't in Charlie Taylor. Well, and and how much does he change? I mean, is it 10 stolen bases? Probably not. But how – like, do yeah. you get – would you – like you said, you need Evan in the lineup. You mm-hmm. need him on the field. Yeah. <clears throat> so, just, yeah, no, I, I – I don't have a good solution to that problem because it, it just seems like, 
any time that we're getting somebody out on a stolen right. base is they're sliding past the base. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. our only shot. <laughs> we it's just got to really slick good that thing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we need to, uh, you know, shortstop, second base, whoever's out there needs to bring a water bottle with them. Yeah, just squirt every that time. thing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah water exactly. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some baby yeah. soap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little slip and slide action. I like yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. I haven't had a good slip and slide in a while. It's been a long time. I feel like they would hurt now. Uh, I feel yeah, like no, everything I, that we used to do when we were kids, like, hurts. Well, I feel like they were starting to hurt by, like, the time we got done doing them. Yeah. You know, you you tense up a little bit more. You got scratches <laughs> all over you. Yeah. So, no, I agree. Probably not as much fun now. <laughs> Actually, we did one pretty recently. I forgot about that one. That one was fun. Which one? I did get beat up. Uh, Ryan's house, 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. But a great time. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, like if, from Thursday on, like even the first inning, you load the bases in the first three innings on Thursday, and you can't cash yeah. in. Yeah, I mean that's just demoralizing. You you leave sixteen guys on base throughout that game. I mean that's sucks. So I mean you're thinking you come into Friday, this team's got it. They're pissed off, you know, and then the hitting just you can't get anything going can't get extra bases can't hit the long ball you know the the wind was keeping mm-hmm. everything in the park it seemed like but Kentucky was able to hit them out I don't know it just I, I don't know what we did to throw off our, our Juju and Lexington I don't know if it's just a Lexington you know they cast a spell on us or something you know they put a hole in our bat I have no clue it was just a weird weird series that you know hopefully I know a lot of people are like, this is a learning experience. Screw that. It just sucked. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, like I said, sure. In the, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't do any, like it's like Tennessee, like you said, still four game lead in the sec. I mean, it doesn't do anything, but you want to win them. Yeah, for sure. The period. I mean, you want to win them. And especially when, like you said, you, you lose Thursday, you think they're going to come pissed off, come out pissed off and, just not able to make anything happen. It yeah. sucks. It's, it's, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. It doesn't listen. I'm not going to tweet and act like it's the end of the world. Um, cause it certainly isn't, but yeah, it sucks. I, I mean, I, I know Tennessee's pitchers, they weren't, you know, the starters weren't dominant like they have been, but I thought they, they all pitch good enough to win. You know, you, you should, Kentucky scored three and in 13 innings. They scored five and, um, that first game on, or I guess it finished on Saturday, but I mean, those right. are games Tennessee should win. Well, and you talk about you pitch well enough to win it. You also, like you put yourself in positions to win it. You just couldn't finish it out. Mm. You know, you didn't get shut out. Um, you did score runners. Um, you had some big moments from guys. They were few, much fewer than you've seen this year, but yeah, you every game, obviously you did win on the second game on Saturday, but you, you were in a position to win it. It wasn't outright Kentucky, no matter how it felt. It, it just statistically wasn't. Yeah. You just made too many mistakes, you know, can't get a butt bunt down You're striking out with the bases loaded, getting doubled off, getting picked off, you know, like Seth yep. Stevenson did in that first inning that probably caused Tennessee a run. So yeah, just a weird, 
game and, you know, or a weird series. And, you know, we did avoid the sweep on, on Saturday, which I think that's good. You finally got the bats going a little bit with Luke Lipsius came up huge late in that game. Then Jordan Beck kind of put the icing on the cake with the, with the yeah. three run bomb. So, yeah, I, I don't, it was just weird. I didn't also, like what about, what about Jordan Beck's uh, catch at the wall on Friday night? Oh, dude, he was phenomenal. All Golly. weekend in the field. I, I know, like, I think like I said, Thursday, you, you, you had yeah. some big moments from some guys. You did. Right. Yeah, I think Thursday, like, Drew, Trey, and Jordan Beck all were over. I'm like, yeah. how many times does that happen this season? None, probably. Right. I mean, it was just – over yeah, not it, a chance. Yeah, it was just super weird. Um, the airs well, Tennessee had four airs. You know, we we just booted a random ground ball at shortstop. Right. We you know, try to pick off at first base and and throw it over Luke's head. It, I don't know. It was just a weird. It was just weird. It, it just felt like everything was off. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find a gap. Couldn't find a hole. You know, Kentucky was check swinging and blooping it right over our infielder's head into the outfield. It was just like, man, can we catch a break? Yeah, I mean, rough, rough, rough weekend. I think that's the best. You made some uncharacteristic mistakes, and the breaks did not go with you, which obviously you can't expect them to, but it sucks. Yep. It's, it sucks. Oh, Let's get that out. That's out of our system. Let's move on. Okay. You've got – Tuesday. Obviously, you guys will recap it more in depth. Uh, are you guys going Monday on the bat flip? Have y'all decided? Um, uh, we haven't decided that yet. We'll we'll tweet that out tomorrow. But I think the plan is to go trying Monday. to go to six thirty tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. They'll definitely go more in depth there. We're gonna we're gonna rinse repeat. Like we're we're moving on. No, not repeat, but rinse rinse that off. Get that out. You mentioned you got that Georgia series. Um this weekend and then you've got Bellarmine or Bellarmine. I feel like Bellarmine, you pronounced it. Yeah. Bellarmine. Okay. Um Tuesday night. So chance to get another midweek win and maybe settle in, get back to your old ways and, and be characteristic of yourself, not uncharacteristic. Yeah, and this Georgia team's pretty good. They they got some some really good arms. Jonathan Cannon, I think, is back for them. So um Connor Tate's uh you know he leads them in batting average. They're a surprise team, kind of like Auburn. Um, mm-hmm. Probably wasn't projected to be as good. Um, I think they were a top twenty, like a preseason top twenty-five team, but um, I didn't think they'd be that great after last year. But right. replaced some guys, you know, got some good arms. weren't able to get it done against Vanderbilt this past weekend, but uh, and then they they lost. They actually lost a series to Kentucky, also. So, I don't. Yeah, Kentucky just doesn't make sense to me. I hate Lexington. That, that place all. sucks. Oh, it's the worst by far, right? I mean, props to all the Tennessee fans that sat through that this weekend. I mean, they deserve Col- Columbia. Maybe Columbia may be the worst. Lexington's got to be a close second, though. In terms of like weather. Well, like weather, just as an SEC like school, like yeah, like so when you got to go there, it sucks because of the weather. Yeah, but and like the weather, the town, all that stuff. Like, it's, I know when y'all went to Columbia a couple years ago, it was cold, right? We went to Columbia, South Carolina. 
Oh, you're you're talking about Columbia, Missouri. Missouri, yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't even consider that like. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was freezing that that time in Columbia. And it was it was November first, but which, it snowed, which is weird in Columbia. Yeah, it was just a it, it snowed in Chattanooga too. It's just a cold but, front that came. Yeah, through. I mean, it was you know, starting starting to get into winter, and yeah, cold cold front came through on Halloween. Ugh, All the you know the you know hose don't get cold. They were cold that night. Hose got cold mm. that night. Hose got cold. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, no, they yeah, do. Like, they do. Like, like you heard it here first. They do, in fact, get cold. It, it takes a lot. I mean, I've seen <laughs> some insanely like dressed people that I'm like, there's no way you're not cold. But that night, hose got cold. Everyone. There you go. Everyone. Um, yeah. All right. Let's let's get out of there. Let's uh, make sure you tune in the bat flip. Get a little more in depth. Let's move on to uh, let's move on to a little football. Let's get some hey, football uh, talk going. We're juiced. Black okay, jerseys. W- w- your thoughts? Uh, I just want to talk at least mention it. Love the hat. Love the black jerseys. I love the gray pants with the black jerseys. I was not crazy about the font and like color of the. I don't know. Maybe white. Like you need a white line, white outline. And uh, I'm just not a huge fan of the Nike font. So, so I would have loved a script. Script would have been gorgeous. Yeah, it, it was super weird that it wasn't the script because I think they have the black T-shirts with the orange script, right? Like on, on I don't know. It's just like you don't really use that font. You don't use the balls font like that anymore. So I don't. Yeah. Uh, that was an interesting. I, I don't know like the specifics on how those are ordered or you know when they're ordered right. and how long it takes to to get that going. But yeah, it just seemed. In a in a random time to just bring them out. Yeah, definitely, definitely a weird time to bring them out. Um, Friday during the rain <laughs> <laughs> in Lexington. Yeah, it's um, like, definitely. Which I get you probably can't wear that like at home. Can you not? I feel like the White Sox wear black. I mean, I feel like you can wear anything you want in baseball, right? I mean, I don't know. You see a bunch I, of I don't know what it is with the neutral. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the white socks good. were black at home, but I mean we've worn, we've worn they were black gray, they were black at gray home. at home. So yeah, that's I guess you could. Yeah, that was just a weird weird time to. <laughs> do we just get them? Be like, if we don't get them out now, somebody else is gonna know that they're in. So is this just a surprise? maybe? Maybe yeah. just a lot of fire. I mean, it didn't seem to help. So that probably <laughs> didn't help the case of of wearing those again, but. No, yeah, no. I, I liked everything. I love the hat. Um, oh, I wore my awesome. hat Saturday. Uh, I like the gray pants. I, I didn't know how I'd feel about the gray pants, but they were gorgeous. Yeah, I like the gray. They, pants. they look good. Um, and I feel like all black we would have looked Vanderbiltish. So I'm glad we didn't go all black. Yeah, that was I good. Agree. That was good. I like to see him again. I don't. I didn't hate him. Yeah, didn't yeah. hate him. Do the vol script. That that was the easy one. The vol scripts would have been gorgeous. You, you may not have even needed a white outline, but I think a white outline really would have made it pop. Uh-huh. Look good. Dude, orange on black is just that it, it just good. makes it pop. Yeah, it's sexy. <laughs> I know some people are up in arms, I'm sure, over the tradition, even though baseball's been wearing black for forever. So right. Yeah. But I'm sure someone was mad about it. For sure. <clears throat> can't please everybody. 
and including that girl covering Vanderbilt. Good God, what is her issue? She's covering Vanderbilt. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good point. Um, and she works for the Tennessee, and that's you know strike two. But a man like she is just the worst. Yeah, no, she has some bad takes, um, and some just like weird. Yeah, they're bad, but just strange takes too. Yeah, like why are you tweeting about Tennessee and you know, we, we swept Vanderbilt? Like you have no you. Sh- let it go. And I mean, what a take to just say Tennessee's not good. Statistically, they're the best team in like in the country. I mean, and they're one of the best teams ever in college baseball. Right. It, it's just a terrible take because they lost one series. Yeah. In the and you spot like this. Right. Yeah. Right. Not ideal conditions at all. At all. I will say this: Tennessee has played in some crap weather this oh, entire yeah. season. So you know, maybe that's not an excuse, but whatever. We're, we're moving on. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you ready for football? Yeah, dude. Let's get into some football? foosball. What was the stuff on the Today Show? It was like Josh Heupel surprised. Two, like two. It was a mom and daughter. Did you see I that? See that? I haven't really been on Twitter very much lately. Oh, all right. A little, a little backing off of it a little bit. Yeah, man. I'm just hurt. my thumbs hurt. I'm scrolling <laughs> too much. I'll, I'll I'll see what I can find. But that that's not what we're talking about. We're we're talking. Talking yeah. transfers. Yeah, Tennessee landed a, a couple of them. Um, didn't do a, sh- a show this past week on, on Thursday because of the game. Couldn't get it in on Wednesday. Um, so, didn't get to talk about Turrentine, Andre Turrentine, mm-hmm. the um, DB out of Ohio State. Um, got four years of eligibility left. Originally from Nashville, Tennessee, out of Innsworth. Um the last staff just didn't recruit him because they didn't like how he ran. Ohio State, who continuously puts out first-round defensive backs year in and year out, thought he ran okay, but Jeremy Pruitt did not. So, yeah, and so I don't. What's what's the situation with transferring from Ohio State? I'm not familiar with with that. Do you know? Like, like why he's transferring? Right. Yeah. I, I think he's just kind of buried. You know, they got a okay. six-year yeah. guy, I think, um, at one of the safety spots. And um, I think he's just looking for maybe a n- new start. I don't, I don't think it's anything, you know, off the field related. I think he's just kind of buried right. in the depth chart. And he probably was interested in Tennessee. And, they yeah. did, and you know, insane. new staff, you know, new start. I think that's – it's probably a lot easier for his family to come and watch. So, I'm sure that had a – an impact as well, just being that close proximity to home. Um, but yeah, they, they got some some guys that were hurt during the spring. He actually led, I think, the entire Ohio State team in the spring game in snaps. Um, had nine tackles, I think, a pass breakup. So had a really good spring and you know kind of made a name. But again, just kind of behind some some guys that right. have a, a lot of experience. So. You know, he comes in here. Can he play that nickel? Can he play the 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 two safety spots? It's going to be interesting to see. I don't think – I mean, you watch Tennessee against Purdue game. 
that that's got to give you some confidence in, in playing defensive back here, right? Yeah, I mean that's a good thing too. You, you address the position of need. So yeah. talk about getting those needs. I mean, getting obviously the talent's important, but needs are especially with your roster as it is right now. So that's a that's a good need to address for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, and then uh, Brew McCoy. Brew McCoy. Wide receiver out of USC. Did not play this past year due to some off-the-field issues, but uh, apparently those charges were dropped. It was got arrested in July of 2021 for domestic violence and um, was suspended and not reinstated on USC's team. Apparently they're going to bring him back after Lincoln Riley got there, but, you know, just a, I think a fresh start was really what he was wanting. And um, former five-star recruit at a matter day, is that how you say it? I think it is. I think so. I think that's um, right. Yeah, one of the most prolific high school programs in the country. His quarterback in high school is JT Daniels. Um, you know, you obviously have that connection with Bayless Jones and him getting drafted. I'm, I'm sure helped that decision. Um, Caleb Tremblay, Chase McGrath. So, you know, a couple names there that have made that transition from USC to Tennessee. And, um, you know, the offense probably helps too. Wide receiver room, really good. You got a, you know, thousand yard receiver returning. So you could play opposite of that guy. You're not going to get, you know, you're probably going to, get your fair share of um, man-to-man coverage, uh, you know, single on the outside yeah. because you got Cedric Tillman to worry about opposite of you. So, yeah, I think it's a good pickup. I'm feeling very good about the offense this season. Oh, for still sure. Have a couple, still have a couple questions, but uh, much more optimistic, especially after this week. Yeah, I mean, you saw what Javon – like, I saw one – and Brew McCoy's a big dude, 6'3", 220. Mm-hmm. You know, I, he's got to be physical, you know, at that, you know, you're, right. you're just, you know, blocking some, you know, 5'10", 180 <laughs> defensive backs. Uh, I think he should be able to hold his own, but, um, yeah, go up and get the, the 50-50 balls, you know, not a super speedster like Javante Payton was, but neither is Cedric Tillman. Right, and I mean he's not a speedster, but he's not slow either. Um, right, I think he was a four, five, four, six before in high school. I think mm-hmm. so. I mean he's yeah. not slow. Right, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't you don't get the same as. And I think he was listed as an athlete because I think a lot of them wanted to play like outside linebacker. Like a lot of schools wanted him to to do that. Jeez. So, <laughs> I mean it, he he was a wide receiver at USC, so I. I would right. think he was going to be a wide receiver here. He's got three years of eligibility left. Um, you know, I think he just kind of wanted a, a new start, new coaching staff, you know, that stuff with, you know, his arrest and stuff like that. I think I think that's pretty much what led him to, to Tennessee. And his dad talked about – I read an article where his dad talked about, like, they were just watching practice and just – just really love the culture and how like players and coaches just interacted with one another. Um, that was something that kind of set Tennessee apart from other schools. So, Hey man, everything I hear about this culture is, I hear nothing but good things. 
Right. And it's, um, that's, that's good. I hope it's true. Like what we're hearing and what we're seeing. Um, obviously, you know, some stuff can be hidden, especially if things start to go South, but hope it remains the same. Cause it does seem, it does seem like it seemed like a good culture last year. And then it seems like they've already taken steps forward. So it's, it's a great thing. I, I just hope all and I hope that continues. Cause I mean, that's the biggest, if you want to win consistently, you got to have a good culture. Yeah. Um, Obviously, talent can maybe win you some games here and there alone, but if you want to win at a consistent rate, it's culture. So. Uh, I saw where he actually played against Cedric Tillman in high school too, because Cedric oh, yeah. Tillman went to Bishop Gorman. He went to Matter Day, two huge high school programs. So I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting. So little, yeah, little tidbit there, fun <laughs> fact. Um, but he had 21 receptions his, his true freshman year at USC, 236 yards, two touchdowns. That was like um, an eight – what did they play, six games, eight games? That was the COVID year, wasn't it? I think you're right. Yeah. Let's see. I'm pretty sure he, his freshman year was 2020, which was the COVID year. I just don't remember how many games they played. Six. Six. Okay, so that's in six yeah. games. Yeah. Not in 12. And that's including the Pac-12 championship game. Okay, so seven games. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, I mean, not a not a bad freshman year. Um, I don't think USC was great, but <laughs> I don't know if the Pac-12 was great either that year. So they they played in the championship <laughs> game. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Talk about a Mickey Mouse championship. Right. That's hang that banner. <laughs> oh, you know they did. Oh, for you know, sure. I, you know I, there's a banner. I would have done it too. Oh, for sure. I mean, if I'm playing in the what? championship game, I'm playing in the championship game. Claim all you, you can claim. <laughs> right. That's my that's my word of advice. One hundred percent. Any uh, do you have any other recruiting updates? I know those with those transfers. Yeah, we had some visits this weekend. You had a uh, UCF transfer, uh, Jalen Robinson. Kind of reconnecting with his, you know, old coaches. Um, had a fantastic year in 2020 under Hypo where he had uh, 55 receptions, 979 yards, six touchdowns. And then last year, 18 receptions, 322 yards. Um, he's a slot guy. I think 5, 10, 180, something like that. It is so a little, little jittered bug out there in the slot. Um, it, it just seems like we're going after playmakers. Anything mm-hmm. to, to make us better. I know Tennessee has Jalen Hyatt kind of – you think this is his year to step up in the slot, but if they think they can get better with Jalen Robinson, guy that they're familiar with, I'm all for it. Hey. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think he's down to Tennessee, Ole Miss. I think he mentioned TCU as well. So, um yeah, I think looking for a, a new start and, you know, having those many, former coaches here, I think that's – How many years of eligibility would he have? Two. Two? I think, okay. yeah. Gotcha. I think he's played three, so he gets that extra COVID year. COVID year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think he was he, – he committed to Oklahoma and played there his freshman year and then transferred to UCF, had a big year, and then last year just didn't have his – so would he have to sit out then a year? Or did he not play at Oklahoma? Like did he transfer before the season at Oklahoma? No, he played. So I don't I don't know what that 
Huh. Looks like. Okay. Interesting. Well, Brew McCoy's kind of done the same thing, right? I mean, he went from Texas. Yeah, he to, to Texas. Yeah. But I don't think he ever played at Texas. No, he didn't. So that, yeah, that's a good point. Is that matter? I don't know if that matters. Did he ever get on campus? I guess. Well, what if he might have redshirted? See, I feel like that still matters if you transfer twice. I don't know. I don't know other rules, honestly. Yeah. I'm having a clue. Yeah, I don't know. I'll find that out. But All right. expect to report back. Yeah. <clears throat> and then a uh, four star running back, Roderick Robinson, uh, took a visit this weekend. Um, from San Diego, California. I'm sure Nico, not not far away from there, is probably in his his ear. He released his uh, final six, um, and Tennessee was in that with some, you know, West Coast schools as well. But, hey, if you're like, hey, I don't know if he plays in maybe the same league or – I don't know how – like, I feel like he knows Nico, so I feel like that mm-hmm. that's helpful, and that's probably why – you know, Tennessee's got a real shot at him. And um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We just like those Cali boys, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Which is good. <laughs> you need yeah. to be able to recruit out there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want you those, uh, those Pac 12 championships. They don't mean anything. Okay. So it may matter. Brew McCoy, shout out to Matt Ray. Um, his article says that. Uh, he had to sit out a year because the, when he transferred, the transfer rules were still – you had to wait a year. So maybe that helps him that he had to sit oh, out. okay. He already sat out. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. So it may matter. Not sure. Interesting. <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what kind of – what comes of that. Tennessee hasn't really – it seems like been huge in, a, in the running back. You know, they – I'm sure they'll add a couple in this class. But – uh it seems like Roderick Robinson's probably at the toward the top of that list, and then mm-hmm. made the top five for uh, junior college wide receiver Malik Benson. That Hutch connection, baby. Yeah. Um. So we'll kind of see what happens with that. Top five for uh, Aiden Green out of Powell High School. Uh, I actually spoke to him at Special Olympics. I'm um, just kind of asking him about his. Um top schools and stuff like that. And, you know, he expects to have a, a really good senior year. And so we'll see. Yeah. A couple of SEC schools in that. Th- I think well, Arkansas. Uh, I okay. I don't know who's top State. Yeah. Teams like that. So, Ooh. yeah, we'll see. And then uh, basketball front a little bit. Five-star power forward, power forward Julian Phillips will make his college decision on May 12th. So that's coming up in four days. Auburn, Florida State, uh, South Carolina, USC, and then Overtime Elite, and the G League, or and and Tennessee is on that list. So we'll see. I mean, isn't it crazy how weird it is to have like like the G League in your top five teams? That's very very strange. It's just a it's just a new norm. I'm not I'm not dissing the kid for doing that like a lot of people are doing that but it's it's just a weird I don't it's a weird know, thing like list is like your top five that's that's where it's weird yeah like i get it being part of your decision making yeah just another so, recruiting off school <laughs> right right how much did g league players make now i know they talked about raising the minimum 
don't know. Did they? No clue. Right, I know it's, it's worked out for like Jalen Green for the Rockets. It worked mm-hmm. out for him. Other than that, like I don't know of any like big names that did that. So it looks like it says the typical. I think it's supposed to get raised like a hundred thousand, but it says right now that the this is just a Google search. New York Times, thirty seven thousand dollars a year. Oh, that's it. Top two. Yeah. Nil. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, so that's going to only be for a handful of schools though that can get you close to thirty-seven thousand. Well, Tennessee is one of those schools, baby. Tennessee, no, Tennessee is Tennessee benefits from that for sure. Um, but I also, I'm pretty sure, weren't they talking about raising it when they were talking about using the G League as like a farm system, essentially, like more of like a farm system? Yeah, where MLB. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think the minor league thing is dwindling down. Like you're, you're going to see more kids go to college and it's, it's trending that way anyway. Um, and it's been like that for a couple of years where more kids are just turning down that. Yeah. Whatever signing bonus to, and a lot of, you just get lost when you're that young and you know, you got to, here's $150 a week and, you know, you, you got to live in an apartment with eight other guys. No, that's not true, but, you know, probably three or four guys. And yeah, I just think more people are going to go that college route. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at this. So it looks like it's 37000 a year, but only for five months. So I only work for five months. So that's pretty good money. considering That's that. not bad, right? <laughs> now, obviously, I don't know what you do in those other five months. So that sucks. But yeah, that's true. <clears throat> But I'm not all G League. Players you don't have to go to class. Guys. You don't have to go to class, and not all G League players are those five months got five months guys. Right. So some of them, like those guys, pretty much don't exist with organizations outside of G League. I guess the way I'm reading it. I'd like to get like somebody like that's currently in the minors. I want to know how all that works. Like, is your food and like is is I know I've heard of like host homes and stuff like that. Is that still a thing? I think that's the thing with like the summer baseball leagues, not the, not like actual, not like double A and, gotcha. and especially not with triple A. I wouldn't. I mean, I, do I, they I, have like a apartment complex that they kind of not own, but like have like, hey, yeah, you stay here for this rate or, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm kind of interested in that. Well, I think it's changed a lot in the last couple of years. So, right. Um. No, I mean, yeah, we need to get get a little minor league player on. I'd like to hear it too. Yeah, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot of long bus rides. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll shoot Pavilion message. I'll, I would love to hear his kind of take on that. You know, living the high life in Knoxville and then going to to Aberdeen, um, Maryland is you know probably a huge culture shock. I, I'd like to hear about that. Absolutely. Any questions? You get any before the show or during the show? I haven't seen I any on Twitter. I don't think so. I had to be in and out of it. All right. You got a most important week? I do. Um, oh, that's a fail. God, that's hilarious. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, And I thought I had some. Um, I'll go first. So I'm yeah, gonna go, go a little tear, tear jerker of the week. 
Um, it was an, an awesome moment. Uh, I think it was an Aaron Judge home run, I believe. Hit up into the upper deck, and a uh, a Blue Jays fan caught it. An older, older, older dude. I don't know, like mid, I don't know, forties maybe. Um, turns around, gives it to a, a Yankee fan that's like a twelve year old kid. Kid starts bawling, and just hugs the the random dude. Have you seen you know the video I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Love it, heartwarming. Great I think dude. he actually he actually got to meet Aaron Judge after that. The kid did, or the the guy. The, the kid did. I mean, okay. I don't know if the guy got anything. Which... I think the guy got something from the Blue Jays. I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, something he'd actually like enjoy. <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah. I, I think I, you I, take. <laughs> yeah, I, like you take a sign ball by Aaron Judge, but you know, exactly. it's definitely not the same feeling as you know maybe <laughs> Vlad Jr. Right. Dude, I thought I had a most important, but I don't think I do, honestly. Um, that's a fail. Let's see. I think mine was like just black jerseys in general. But they look good. The, they, the hat, man. Oh, uh, I got an, I got another heartwarming one. Okay, God, man. Just, just uh, did you see that TikTok of that girl? She was yelling. It was at a, like a college baseball game. I mean, obviously a smaller, not like an SEC stadium. And uh, she had the she had the dugout doing chants with her. She was yelling at the batter. And uh, I, I don't remember what the chant was, but it was a, you know, you had a clap, clap, clap in the middle of it. So oh. the dugout was clapping for her while she just hounded this opposing team batter. Um, who knows? The mom probably wrote an article about how just terrible it was to see parents letting eight-year-old kids yell at yeah, you know, the batter while he's batting. This is golf. It's a it's a game of honor. Um it's a gentleman's game, and I'm I'm just sure that that batter's parents was very parents were very upset in that little yeah. girl. But no, it was awesome. I loved it. She was hostile. getting the place going. Hostile environment. Yeah, I mean, we could have used some of that energy in Lexington because, good God. Also, the girl on Thursday night was the most annoying girl in the world. Every time Kentucky made contact with the ball, she would just yell, "Oh my God!" Uh, I mean, I would. She tricked me the first two times. I thought they were home runs. No, none of them were close. Not not a single one. Not, not going to fool you a third time? Yeah, it was awful. <clears throat> got to love the some Tennessee fans <laughs> and Kentucky fans. I mean, you got to – SEC in general. There's some sure. – uh, there's some characters all the time. Um, fail. I got to fail. Did you see the um, – the guy they're at the the derby, the Kentucky Derby, and the guy goes up. And <laughs> he goes up to Paolo Bonchero, and it's he thinks it's Patrick Mahomes. And in the <laughs> middle, he's like, "You're not who I thought you were." <laughs> oh my gosh! He's like, "What is your name?" He's like, "Paolo <laughs> Bonchero," and he's like, "Oh, I thought you were somebody else." Sorry. Dude. <laughs> That's awesome. We also didn't mention the Kentucky Derby. Rich Strike. That's what I was going to say. Yes, 80 to 1. 80 to 1 odds. I Apparently he was on only him. in because of a scratch or, or something. I have no idea. I know he was like – I'm sure this is exaggerated. They said he, they, he got injured in like 30 seconds before the deadline. I'm sure that's an exaggeration. But Yeah, yeah it was kind of like a uh, last – I mean, you didn't really have any time to put any money on it. 
Right. Yeah, so. Also fell on that horse. Did you see him biting another horse after it? Uh, No, I saw him. I didn't realize he was trying to bite another horse. He was, I saw him going nuts but yeah he was he was like trying to like gnaw on another horse's neck that's sexy <laughs> dude he wanted that love bite yeah that boy that was hyped up dude that adrenaline <laughs> was going <laughs> um any more fails did i I do my fail uh madison well not madison Bob garner the 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 umpire did you see that oh my god yes and then he issued an apology, but kind of like didn't address exactly what he did wrong. He just said he made a mistake. Also, like rubbing a man's hand like that and looking him dead in the eyes, uh, like you're supposed strange. to be looking at the hand, but that's kind of kind of got weird. It, yeah, yeah it got real it weird. made yeah, it made me uncomfortable. Right. Very. Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know. What do you got to say to get tossed in that situation? It, it, they better be something real mean about your mama. You better not just be tossing people for no reason. Yeah. I don't know. Let the boys play. Um Let the boys I, <laughs> Yeah. I got one more fail. Um I haven't read anything like a follow-up on this, but there was a dead shark hung up at a school in Florida, and they were the their mascot was the sharks. Like somebody put what like a like a, a, a huge. Let's see if I can. I'll just have to send it to you because you probably can't see it. Send that over to me. Yeah. I mean, like, why are kids psychopaths, dude? It's insane. That's not a funny senior prank. If there's any seniors in high school listening, that's a terrible prank. Also, like I, I just I really want to know how. How do you? First of all, where yeah, do you, you get this big shark? Second one, the impressive side of it, yeah. Like, it's, I mean, oh my gosh, <laughs> how'd they, what did they, why did they, I mean, they mutilated that and hung it up like that took some time. Oh, for sure. That's not just like a you know, shit in a bag and throw it on somebody's doorstep, <laughs> like that took some time. That's Landon's favorite prank, apparently. Just first thing pops in his head. Oh, that's hilarious. Like. <laughs> That's hilarious. When did this happen? I'm going to go read that article. I don't know. So this is May 5th is when this was posted. I was going to say, I guess I could look at the date on the tweet you sent me. God, the New York Times, or New York Post tweets a lot. (laughs) Jesus. I don't follow the New York Post. I don't know how it got on my page. Oh, I'm sure someone retweeted that. Yeah. I mean, I've been scrolling ever since you sent that to me, and I'm just uh, yesterday. Still can't get it. This is insane. Uh, you got anything else? I'm... That's all I got. A shorter show. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll Sorry, talk we weren't, some, as, uh... weren't as hyped up, you know. You get yeah. it. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> e- easier to listen to. You don't have to, you know. Split it up into days. Right. Or, uh. <laughs> Don't have to block off just a whole hour, fifty minutes here. So you're welcome. But yeah, that's all I got. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I know a lot of y'all are listening to this. So 
happy Mother's Day. Appreciate y'all, everything you do. Um, got to eat with uh, the family today. Had some hamburgers and hot dogs like true Americans. So there you go. Good. Perfect. Money. Yeah, definitely. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Um, hope you guys have had a good weekend. Have a good rest of your weekend. We'll see you back here sometime this week for uh, that flip, but definitely yeah. for more important issues. Yeah, we'll tweet that out. Um, Bellerman on Tuesday, get back to our winning ways, and you know we'll just win out from there. How about that? Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Thank you all for listening. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.